0: Hey guys, welcome to another edition on Money Lessons and today we are going to be talking about why you should have an investing strategy. So it's very important as an investor before you set out to invest in, before you set out to start buying stocks or buying cryptocurrencies or buying real estate or buying um, fixed bonds, fixed um, savings bonds and what what have you, you, you sit down and Strategize on how you want to be spending money on investing going forward. Now, this is important because it's going to guide you when there's so much noise in the market. Maybe some people are trying to feed you some information that are not verifiable, and um, you are not in a difficult situation, maybe emotionally wanting to either sell or More to buy, you know. The investing strategy is going to limit you from taking any spontaneous decision. Right. So, there are some factors that are necessary to consider um, while and framing up an um, investment strategy. Number one is your age. You know, I usually say that for people that are in their twenties, it is important that they take risk. Now while you're in your 20s, you're most likely going to be in your parents' house or with a guardian or with a relative, you know. So you're not bothered about the roof over your head, you're not bothered about um, water, you're not bothered about um, electricity. You just wake up in the morning and you can do whatever you want to do. So if you have the liberty of that and you have money for investing. You could take on higher risk. So for people that are under twenty five, I encourage them to start investing now in Bitcoin, start investing now in Ethereum, start investing now in stocks, and ETFs, you know in real estate. Start investing now because even if you're fortunate in buying the wrong assets today, right, in the next five years when you are now in your late twenties or early thirties, you would have Increased, you know, um, your sources of income, or probably get a better job or a big business that would be paying you more money than what you, you could have lost, you know, in those investments. So, the importance of this is investing early so that you learn early. So, the kind of risk that a person under 20 or under 25 is going to take is not the same thing with somebody that is above 30. So, this is why before you decide on the kind of strategy you follow or you choose, you need to look at this factor, that you're not a young person, there are some investment they're going to make and to send you back to your village. You know, or it will send you out of your house and not start going to beg your friends to squat with them because you'll be unable to pay your house rent or be unable to do some certain things with, um, with money that you could have had, but because you invested a lot of it in high risk instruments and you end up being in the financial um, difficulty. Now, your goals, your, okay, before your goals, there's another one that's highly important, your social status. So sometimes I, I, it amazes me when I see people that are married like people that are single. You know, there was a time when MMM was a thing in Nigeria and it's funny that a lot of married people, you know, people that had family were investing heavily in this stuff. You know, either they were using their children's school fees or the money they wanted to use to set up their spouse business and what have you. You know, some kind of dangerous risk that people take. You should not, as as a married person, think of it because if that thing goes out, you're not the only one that is going to suffer for it. Your wife will get the impact, your children will get the impact. And, you know, even other people that are living with you or the other guy, will feel the heat of your um, foolish investment mistake or even the, the mistake was a smart one that just did not go right. Everybody's going to feel the impact. But if you are single, you know, you are responsible for only yourself, if you lose one million today in an investment opportunity, you'll be the only one that will bear that pain. And the truth is that as a single person, you can recover quickly without anybody even knowing that you made such amount of losses. So before you take on any investing strategy or before you frame up your investment strategy, it is necessary that you sit down and analyze this risk. Of investing heavily as a married person or as a family person. The kind of risk that your married friends will be taking is not the kind of risk that you should be taking. <laughs> your married friend will be talking about investing in um Wakanda, you know, and some other shit coins. You should not even be paying attention to that kind of person because that person can lose all of this money and nobody's going to feel the heat. But well, whilst you lose all of this money, your wife is going to be unhappy about it. So aside being unhappy, some of the goals that you had, maybe some of the um, aspirations that you had, with money, you guys will not be able to meet it. Now, another factor to consider is your goals. <laughs> now, it is necessary for everybody to have a goal. Um, scripture says, Write the vision on top of the table so that he that reads it will run with it. Very important that you write your goals and make it clear. Do you want to go for study in the next two to five years? Write it down clearly. Do you want to get married in another two years? Write it down clearly. Do you want to um, send your children to university in another two years? Write it down clearly. This would help you determine the amount of money to invest part-time. And this will also tell you the kind of money that you should not involve in high instruments because you know that in another two years, I will need this money to send my child to school or I will need this money for my own personal education, maybe I have to go for masters, you know, and so on. Or I need this money for marriage. You know, somebody was telling me that we could have gotten married um, some um, maybe earlier in the year I think that was yeah earlier in the year, but he lost all the money in in forex, and it was so bad that disappointment led to the break in the relationship. So this is happens every other day. People making careless financial decisions because they have not sat down to evaluate their financial goals. So this is very important that you determine when you will need the money before you invest that money. You know, someone was asking me recently, um, what do I think about Solana? That invested, you know, a good sum of money. I think about, um, okay, he invested a good sum of money. And I told him that, do you need, What my my response was that, how soon do you need this money? He said, well, it doesn't need money. I said, okay, fine. As long as you don't need the money, leave it there. You're already in in loss, maybe about 60% down already. If you sell today, you're going to lose about 60% of your money. So the best strategy, which I always tell people that once, when you are investing in high-risk assets like crypto and stocks, you should think long-term. Long-term is three to five years. So it's not something that you just want to jump in and jump out immediately. Well, sometimes it might go according to your plan, you know, it might, it might just happen that in two, three months, you could make some profit and you decide to sell. Yes, I've sold some of my Bitcoin in the early part of 2022, the ones that I bought late 2020. You know, I've, you know, there's always a window to sell as long as you're selling at a profit. But you should never plan your goals, uh, your financial goals, especially your short-term financial goals with Bitcoin or with stocks if you know that in two years time you will need that money to set up maybe a business you should not invest that money in bitcoin you should not invest that money in crypto i mean if you would go ahead to invest that money you should not invest all of it in such risky assets now another important factor to consider before you frame up your investing strategy is your income a low income earner and a mid income earner and a high income earner cannot and should not have the same investing strategy? You know, a high income earner can afford to take higher risk because, for example, the salary is 500,000 every month, you can decide to invest 200,000 in Bitcoin every month. and. He still has 300,000 to play with. So, even if he at the end of the day loses the, the, the money, he can afford to wait over a long period of time. Unlike somebody that earns one hundred thousand and is investing 40,000. You know, 40,000 is a lot of money to somebody that earns 100,000. So, our capacity is different, our earning power is different, our purchasing power is different. So, as our investing strategy should be different. Don't go and look at your friend that is buying one BNB. Your friend tells you, oh, "I bought one BNB." You don't know how much your friend earns, but you become excited and you also want to go and buy one BNB. So this is what happened earlier and late last year: this Wakanda fiasco. I always love to talk about it because it's a good learning point. Some people jumped into cryptocurrency by first buying Wakanda, and they were excited about it because there was this um, euphoria of a bull on Bitcoin going to $100,000, you know. So, some people did not care to ask their friends how much of their income or how much of their savings are they spending on these assets. They just tell them, oh, I, I have 100,000 worth of um, Wakanda. Day two, they go ahead and spend um, 100,000 on it. Not knowing that this person that spent 100,000 on Wakanda is using 5% of his savings, fulfillment of the investment portfolio, are you are raising 90%. When Wakanda goes down, start complaining, but you see that your friend is not complaining. And that's what happened. Some people complaining on Facebook earlier, a um, here, um, earlier in the year, a lot of people complaining. Some people lost too, and some people not complain. Even the people that they're they dragging, that say, okay, that they found that they've bought the, the Wakanda stock to Nigeria, and all of that, they too lost, but it won't be as much. As those people that have invested a huge part of their investment portfolio in such shit kind. So, it is very important that you select your investing strategy based on your income. For low income earners, your risk appetite, especially if you are married, your risk appetite should be lower than somebody that has a higher income. Now, talking about risk appetite, another factor to consider is your risk tolerance. Risk tolerance is not the same for everybody. A lot of people claim that they can manage risk or they can endure taking risk that will lead to catastrophe or um, bad um, investment decisions in the future. They say no risk, no reward, right? But sometimes when this um, doomsday comes, you know, they start feeling depressed, you know, start feeling worried about why should they have invested in, in such an opportunity and, and what have you. You know, this is where a lot of people make mistakes. I remember MBA and the likes when MBA came, you know, some of my colleagues and friends were asking me about it. I told them, If I in the first year of MBA, I had already done 50 such, I think it was 2018 or 2019, I told them that clearly that this is the Ponzi scheme you know, but some people did not listen because to them, no risk, no reward. Now, whilst you are excited about that opportunity, you should sit down and ask yourself these questions. I always say these questions are very important. Number one, how soon do I need this money I'm investing? If you are able to answer that question honestly, then to determine how much of your income or how much of the money you have saved so far to invest in that opportunity because if it's money that you need in six months time or money you need in one year time you should not be taking a whole um, you should not be taking a huge lot of that money to invest in such a risky opportunity now another question to ask is how much can i afford to lose out of this investments how much? This is why some people, when Bitcoin drops 10% below their buying point, they can sell because they already sat down to agree with themselves that if Bitcoin falls by 10% or 20%, they can sell and cut the losses. So you need to evaluate with yourself. How much can I afford to lose? Now, another question to ask yourself and which you have to answer honestly. How would I feel when I see that my investment is going down in value? How would I feel? A lot of people get lost in buying the top, the failure of buying Bitcoin at 40,000 because it's going to get to 100,000. But they do not consider their emotions when it's going to fall to 20,000. A lot of people make bad decisions with investing because they lack the ability to manage their emotions and so for every beginner always encourage because you think that you have a strong mind not until you see that the bitcoin that he bought with one thousand dollars is now two hundred dollars you know you could just find yourself selling at a loss because you think that bitcoin is dead you now many times people call bitcoin is dead you know bitcoin is a scam until it now returns back to all-time high i won't create a new all-time high so you need to ask yourself this question you need to answer honestly even people that end up investing in Ponzi schemes you know they do not ask themselves this question so that's why they always wail up and down crying here and there you know even some people that invested in some, um, in some in some investment opportunities that were legit at first but just went south for example you know agro partnership you know legit investment opportunity that the, the, that was not just managed properly, and today they are not able to pay out their investors. Early those times, you know, I think the, the earliest, the latest time I I invested was I uh, think 2020 or, yeah, about 2020, that was my last um, window for investment, early 2020. And I was investing very I used we invest maybe like two units, and I had some of my first investing five units, seven units, eight units. You know, at that time I was telling them about the leaks was associated with this, although it was not clearly stated, but I, I made it clear to them that an opportunity like this that returns 35 percent in several months is high risk. If it was that easy, they would not need your money, you would just go to the bank and get the loan and do it. But because it's risky, the bank is not going to give them that kind of money to play with. And so many people didn't understand what I was saying at that time, and still the same with some people today. If you tell them 10 percent in a year, they say it's too small but they, they rather do 40% in six months. And while doing that, they invest all of their money, not imagining what the consequence would be when that money is lost. So you need to sit down and evaluate these things. For me, I remember I it, I've told the story before, you know, I invested 500,000 in um, an agro um, scheme, you know, card from this scheme similar to agro-partnership, this was early 2018, you know, that was about all of the money I had saved, about 60 to 70% of my savings. And, you know, when people asked me, or when my friends' close friends asked me then, I told them that it was a 50-50 chance, you know, so I already had in my mind that it was a 50-50 opportunity. And so when things didn't go the way it went, I didn't feel bad, although I'd have loved to have that money, but I didn't feel as bad as some people would feel, you know. So it was very easy for me to write it off because I already knew that this was a high-risk investment I was doing because that five hundred thousand was to return one point two million in a year as extreme as over hundred percent, you know. So that opportunity taught me that any investment opportunity that exceeds more than ten percent in a year is high risk. And this is what a lot of people do not care to see. When they tell them that the investment is guaranteed, they go wild. You know, when these Assurance was used to, to campaign for farm crowd, the agro partnership, and the likes, people did not care to know how agro was managing the risk. All they knew is that it was guaranteed, and today we can see that it's not guaranteed. So we should be careful to know what our risk tolerance is. For some people, they can afford to lose one million because they have made five million before. You cannot follow the person that is investing at such threshold for you that never lost one million before. The first time you lose one million, you could even be hospitalized. Here's not taking So, let's manage our expectations. Your investing strategy can never be the same with your friend, with your brother, with your sisters. Right. So, what are these investing strategies? There are various investing strategies. Number one is value investing. So value investing is a way of buying assets while they are very low, or while you, you, the market thinks they're undervalued. For example, Bitcoin is undervalued, selling at um, 18,000 or 19,000 now. So people are expecting that in another two to three years it's going to get up to 60 or 100,000 or, or more. So there are some other stocks you know, in the US, um, markets that are undervalued so if, when you want to buy such stocks that the market thinks are undervalued because tomorrow they are going to go in value that is what is called value investing the another one called dividend investing this is investing in stocks or ETFs that pay dividends for example microsoft apple um, waste management home depots and so on they all pay dividends bitcoin doesn't pay any dividend. now There's one another one they call momentum investing. Momentum investing is like, for example, GameStop of last year, when the price was going up, a lot of people started buying at that pace because they are expecting the price to go higher. The same thing with Tesla. When Tesla was going up, people start buying more because it's going higher. So when you buy a stock because the price is climbing up and you expect it to go higher, that's what's called momentum investing. And there's another one called passive investing. This is simple. You don't even care about what the market is saying you just buy anytime you have money, if if it's Apple that you love, anytime you receive an income and you are able to separate some amount to invest, you just buy. You don't care whether the, the price is going to go up tomorrow or go down tomorrow, but because you have faith in that company that it will be there for the long term, you just keep buying. Active investing is what a lot of people, and it's not recommended for a lot of people, especially people that are engaged in that their salary job or have businesses to quick, you won't have time to do this. Active investing involves a lot, you have to do a lot of research read a lot of financial reports, you know, before you can now decide on the kind of company to buy or even sell, you know, and so on. There's contrarian investing. Contra, contrarian invest. This is Warren Buffett's strategy. You know, Warren Buffett's strategy is. He says that to greedy when others are fearful and be fearful when others are greedy. So this is the best time to buy according to Warren Buffett. When people are selling nothing, when people are scared that the world is going to come to an end, the world will not come to an end. This is the time to buy. Bitcoin will not die now this is the time to buy. So this is why I'm first strategy and it works a lot for some people, you know, they always keep money, they, they always load money down for when um, the stocks crashes or the um, crypto crash and um, and so on so that they can buy at very cheap prices. Now another one is timing the market. This is one of the worst strategies. Some people make profit out of it but most people lose most investors that time if at 90 percent of investors that time the markets end up losing so do not follow this strategy if except you are a day, day trader this strategy involves in predicting the 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 way the market would move that you buy low yeah you say high whether within a day or within a week or within a month another strategy is to buy and hold this is one of the best strategies investing long term and then um, this way you are not bothered about what the market is doing because you know that in next three to five years even if the price falls down within one two three years it's going to get back up so for you it is long term you know patience is a virtue in this case so you just keep buying because your your interest is not in rejoining today or in the next five or ten years. The other one is diversification. This is very important. It's one of the most important strategies when it comes to investing. <laughs> it is necessary that you have a portfolio that is diversified from low risk to high risks to medium risks and so on. For some people, they do not they do not diversify enough, and that is why when um, crypto crashes or their Ponzi scheme fails they run into a financial difficulty because they have overinvested in one particular asset class or they have overinvested in one instrument. So as a smart investor, you should never have all of your money in one asset class. You For example, in crypto alone or in stock alone or in a, a bonds alone, because bonds will really um, yield very low interest. So over time, you would want to maximize and the opportunity of investing in high-risk instruments where you can get more gains. So this is very important. Never put all your eggs in one basket. You know, in 2021, I got some of my friends that were laughing at me that was investing in stocks because Bitcoin was going ballistic at that point in time. But today now, some of them are regretting because even though the stock market is down, the supermarket is, is performing worse than it is right so it is very important that you diversify even if you do not want to yield to any strategy when it comes to investing ensure that you have a diversified portfolio if you must invest in cryptocurrency ensure that you are investing in bitcoin um Ethereum, binance then you can have maybe 40 percent of your portfolio invested in other sheet coins right so another is dollar cost averaging this is a very very key strategy for long-term investors investors that are willing to wait for the long term now what does this mean this means investing in lots at different times so for example you have you earn a thousand dollars every month Uh, You now say, okay, I want to dedicate $500 for investing. The following month, what you can do is to spread it week by week. Instead of investing $500 at once, you can see in week one, I will invest maybe $100, and out of this $100, I will put $20 in stocks, $20 in crypto, $20 in um, ETFs, and so on. For example, week two comes again, we apply the same um, method. So this would provide an opportunity for you of buying your private stocks or private ride crypto at different prices. Say for example you buy Amazon at $100 and the following week it now drops to $80 and the upper week it comes up to $90. So at the time you're buying at different prices you will now average the cost of buying. This will save you the cost of investing lump sum. Never invest lump sum of money except this land you're buying okay so this is where we're going to stop for today thanks for listening keep on investing catch you another time